Hello Christians, Common Sense Christianity here. I hope everybody's doing fantastic. The subject matter that I'd like to get in today is a verse found in Scripture, and that's 1 John 5.20. And the reason why I want to get into this is because Trinitarians love to bend and twist Scripture. And this is another piece of Scripture that they love to bend and twist. So when Jesus prayed to the Father that we would know the Father as the only true God, and Jesus his Messiah, I don't think John, in a later epistle, is going to basically contradict himself, right? So let's go ahead and read the passage, and I'll read it from the NIV. Actually, the KJV. And we know that the Son of God has come, and hath given us an understanding that we may know him that is true, and we are in him that is true even in his son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. So Trinitarians claim that the final sentence, this is the true God and eternal life, refers to Jesus Christ, right? Because the closest noun to this is Jesus Christ. But it's kind of strange because, first of all, they didn't have any punctuation. They didn't have any lowercase letters whatsoever in the Hebrew or the Greek. And uh, because God and Jesus are both referred to in the first sentence of the verse, the final sentence can refer to either of them, technically, right? But if you read it, and I can read it slow here, and we know that the Son of God has come, okay? The, the, the passage opens up with the Son. Jesus is called the Son of God. Not God, but the Son of God. And hath given us an understanding that we may know him that is true. Okay? So think about that. Is the Son of God given us an understanding of himself? No. Okay? The Son of God is given us an understanding of him that is true. Okay? The Son is revealing the Father. Jesus says this throughout his entire gospel. You know, Father, I have made you known. I have come in my Father's name. And we are in him is true, even in his son. Okay, his. Who's the his? Even in his, okay, that's the true God, even in his son. Okay, his is the father. His has a son. The son's name is Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. Again, and we know that the son of God, okay, the son is come and hath given us an understanding that we may know him that is true. And we are in him that is true, even in his Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. Okay, so it doesn't take much uh, common sense to actually look at the scripture, slow down, and read it. Okay, When you read it, you understand that the true God is spoken of by Jesus Christ, and the his is the Father. His has a son, right? Um. You can look at, um, if you're talking about the antecedent or whatever, you can look at uh, different verses like Second John 1, 7. For many deceivers are entered into the world who confess not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. This is a deceiver and the Antichrist. Okay, so you could really make the case that Jesus Christ is, is a deceiver and the Antichrist because it ends with the period. Jesus is come in the flesh. This is the deceiver in the Antichrist. Do you see the problem with that? So when you try to use this 
verb in the verse in, in 1 John 5.20, just because Jesus is referred to as the closest associated noun, that you're going to be forced by your own logic to really um, make Jesus out to be the Antichrist and the deceiver. And of course, that's ridiculous, right? So the last phrase in 1 John 5.20, even by reading it, is easily referred to God the Father, okay? And he has the Son of God. There's a Son of God in this passage. And the, the possessive noun here, the possessive pronoun, his, in the phrase, his Son, Jesus, okay, his. So it tells you about which one is the true God. Jesus is the Son of God. Um, you got to look at the rest of Scripture also. You know, the uh, true God, the term, the phrase, is used four times in the Bible, besides 1 John 5.20. One time is 2 Chronicles 15.3, Jeremiah 10.10, 10, John 17.3, and 1 Thessalonians 1.9. So in all four of these places, the true God refers to the Father and not the Son, okay? And John 17, 3 is a big one because this is Jesus and he's praying to God the Father and he calls God the Father the only true God, okay? Now, when you look at 1 John five twenty, like I was saying, it's a late epistle. So, when you read 1 John five twenty, you have to remember that John 17, 3 was written long before that and... The writers and the readers were already accustomed to understanding that the Father was the true God. Now, that would be a real weird thing to all of a sudden have Jesus now the true God. Okay, now you have two true gods. You know, you have the Father as the only true God, and then you have Jesus also who's a true God. Okay, this, this is madness. Again, slow down and read the sentence. This is a deliberate attempt by Satan, again, to cause confusion to tear apart the only true God, and, and the Satan Satan will defend his trinity come hell or high water, right? He's going to insert things uh, because the Father is the only true God, but hey, wait, we got two other persons that we need to make account for, so let's insert them in these verses and bend and twist things, right? Um, that's Satan at work. So when you study the immediate context of 1 John 5.20, you learn that the very verse mentions him that is true two times, and both times it refers to the Father. Okay, So since the verse refers to the Father as the one who is true, the last part of the verse means the same thing. And to mention, not all Trinitarians believe the last sentence refers to the, father, refers to the Son, right? You can look at uh, a bunch of different Trinitarian commentators and scholars um, and... Uh, They'll, they'll tell you that this is actually the Father. Okay, so even Trinitarians argue and differ amongst each other on this particular verse. So um, I think, what was that? Somebody commented that said, um, the official explanation of the church is to make the sentence refer to the Son, but it talks about the, it says, this exegesis of the church is now called a mistake by a number of commentators who believe in the full deity of Jesus as, is, as it is revealed in Scripture, right? But feel convinced, convinced that this hotos clause speaks of the Father 
and not of his son. So there you go. Even Trinitarian scholars and theologians will admit that this particular verse is referring to the father and not the son. Don't let Satan fool you. Okay, don't let Satan fool you. Eternity is on the line, really. I mean, Jesus said, this is eternal life, that they know you, Father, as the only true God. So what do you think is going to happen to people when they don't listen? They go, no, I, I'm not going to listen to Jesus. I'm going to listen to a bunch of church nephews. Like, you know, They're called church nephews because they came after the fathers, and the church nephews were really perverted and twisted. The fathers are the original you know, apostles. They're not these you know, Polycarp and all these guys, a bunch of perverts, I call them the church nephews. Um, and uh, actually, I got that term from one of my buddies online, and I use it because it's a great term. I think it's funny, and it's also very accurate. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, Jesus declares the Father as the only true God. He says, this is eternal life. Now, I don't see anywhere in the Bible where it says the Holy Spirit is the true God. Do you notice how they always seem to conveniently leave out this third person of the Trinity, the shy person of the Trinity? Go figure. You know, everything is about Jesus today. When you go into church, everything's about Jesus. They have made a man their idol. Okay, they have replaced the Father. And now you've got pictures of Jesus, a little long hair, wispy Jesus, blue eyes, blonde hair. The Roman Catholic version of Jesus Christ, right? That's their God. They worship a man because men have always tried to make men gods. They want to be gods themselves. They always want to be gods. You know, they, they, mankind has always wanted to become God. And that's one way to do it. Now that Jesus Christ, who is a man, is God, they feel like they can become God themselves, right? In a nutshell. And with that being said, God bless.